0: The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org So my brother, Rabbi Yossi Ben Shushan, he learned by many g'daylum in Eretz Yisrael, he got smicha, and they told him here in Eretz Yisrael, although he had a yeshiva there, the nickname his yeshiva, it was called Yesod, but they nicknamed the yeshiva Last Stop, because it was the last stop. kids that were after the rehab centers. Lo'aleinu we should never know from this. But these were the guys that already the world gave up on. They were mamash in mama, the eyes of parents and most teachers, Gosses. And they were sent off to Israel just to potter themselves, you know, just to, where else are you going to send them? You know, we already sent them to California. And we already sent uh, to Florida. I don't want to say. But the bottom line is, he was given the cream of the crop. The best of the best, the Abishnish children. And they had this crazy success rate going on over there. Crazy success rate. Where the rehabilitation centers in the United States of America have a 17.5% success rate. Did you hear that number? Did you hear that number? (laughs) Did you hear that number? Wow. Out of 100 kids that walk into a rehabilitation center, I'm talking about the best rehabilitation centers in the United States. You look this up. Google, you'll see the Shara Gugaleem, you'll see over there, you'll see it. You'll see what I'm talking about. You'll look up what the success rate in the best rehab centers for young teens that are obviously hitting up on the wrong things. And you'll see that the numbers are extremely low. And in Israel, they were doing 80, 85% sex. I, asked Yossi, I said, Yes, I don't get it. What are you, a Tana? what are you doing how do you, how, what's your gig what's your... he said I'm not doing anything special I'm sitting down with the guys I'm giving each guy his own Rebbe costly but worth it because and somehow or other I believe in the product that the Torah itself is able to turn the insides out and change the essence of even an addiction wow what a mahalach! And he was doing this for years, and he was saving <laughs> wow hundreds of kids. And then his rebbe came to him and told him, Yossi, we didn't train you for Eretz Yisrael. Ne'er le'elif, we were supposed to send you out. So they sent one of my brothers out to Lakewood, one brother out to L.A., another brother out to Cleveland, and Yossi was sent to Cleveland. And the idea was that he was going to run a high school which he does, and he was going to run a rehab center, which he does. And he tells me the following story. He says there's a rabbi in Canton, Ohio. His name is Rabbi Kushner. And we got permission to use his name tonight on film. Because if you've ever spoken in public and you're taped, you'll learn very quickly the do's and don'ts of what you can say when being recorded Because when they throw rocks They're not pebbles Rabotai. Listen to what I'm telling you In the nine days when they throw rocks <laughs> They're not pebbles We're looking at boulders and avalanches So it goes like this He says to me The Rabbi Kaufman Canton, Ohio Calls Yossi up one night at two o'clock in the morning And he says Yossi, I need your help Can you come out with me? He says, him, Yeah. He says, I'm going to pick you up in five minutes. He says, Where are we going to? I'll explain when you come out. So Yossi says, AJ, listen. I'm a little nervous. It's two in the morning. Where are you taking me? He said, no, 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 Come out. He pulls up in a suburban. Now this guy doesn't drive a suburban usually. So yes, he already is saying, well, someone's got something thumbs up. He comes out to Rabbi Kaufman. He jumps in the car He says, where are we going? He says, we're going uh, to the other side of Ohio. He says, really, where? And he tells him, some Hickville place. He says, talk to me. What is going on? He says, listen to me. This afternoon, a guy walked into Tells, Cleveland, an unaffiliated, non-religious Jew. And he walks directly into the Bet Midrash of tells and he walks up to the first bacher and he says to him, "Tell me, who do I speak to to get somebody to say the thing that you say all year for someone who dies? Bizehalashon, the thing." And right away, the boy understood that he didn't understand, so he directed him to one of the rabbis. He brought him to one of the rabbis. The rabbis understood what the man wanted. And he said to him, well, we could try to work out somebody. When is the Leviah? And he says to the rabbi, no, 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 no. There's no funeral. My dad wanted to be cremated. He said he didn't want people to push, to, to schlep, for people to be matriach them. It's easy, kacha, in, out, in a little bottle of ashes, you know, and that's it. He didn't want to really be matriach anybody. So he said he was okay with being cremated. When the rabbi in tells heard that, he said, cremated? A yid? He quickly called up Rabbi Kaufman because he's the Hevrat Kaddishah of Canton, Ohio, and he's a guy that gets things done, if you know what I mean. Somehow or other, the Hevrat Kaddishah people in that certain third prism that we're talking about has a certain siyat Deshmaya in their own zone that they get things done. And he's one of them So Rabbi Kaufman is now driving with Yossi He says, yes, I didn't want to tell you Because I didn't know if you had the stomach for this But we're on the way to the crematorium We're going to bust this guy's body out of there (laughs) Yossi Yossi looks at Rabbi Kaufman and says You're joking, right? He says, no, no, no I'm not joking We don't get this guy out in the middle of the night By tomorrow morning He's like the ashes of the parah He's gone, I mean he's done he says, but, but how are we going to do it? He says, don't worry. I'm telling you, you'll see. Just stick with me tonight. Bezat Hashem, we're going to get this guy's body out. He says, okay. An hour later, they pull up the crematorium. Yes, he tells me he gets out of the Suburban. Now he hops why he came in a Suburban. <laughs> you see, the trunk of his uh, you know, Toyota Camry is just not going to do it this time. You know what I'm saying? So he gets out, he says, "Ah, oh, the suburban, I should have seen it coming. He gets, out. he gets out of the suburban. Rabbi Kalfin turns to Yossi, do me a favor, Yossi, put down all the seats in the back. He says, oh. He opens the back, puts down the seats, and he sees he already has these wooden boards going across the back. He says, oh, he was preparing for this. I didn't even see this coming. He says, I walk inside to the crematorium. There was a six foot two hick. He looked like one of the devil's hands. He was one of those guys—the guy that had no expression, no charm, no face. He was literally the Sharha guy, if you know what I mean. He was—he was—he was. He was, he was uh, yeah, yeah, I don't want to say it. Below your de Duma. We'll just leave it at that. This guy was Duma, the Angel of Doom. Yossi looks at this guy's face. He says, I saw death all over this guy's face. He's the one that runs the crematorium in Ohio. And Yossi looks at this guy, and he looks back at Rabbi Kaufman, and he says, Chavot! Chazak Baruch! Good luck! Rabbi Kaufman! I don't know. I'll jump on him. I might reach his kneecap. Like, what do you want me to do here? How are we going to... Just leave it to me. Just Keep the car running He said, okay I keep the car running I got the getaway car With the seats down And the wooden boards, of course Yes, he walks back inside And he sees that Rabbi Kaufman Is talking to this guy And he's schmoozing him up And he's talking to him And finally he says to him Okay So tell me Are you ready to bring out the body? He says, fine, Rabbi I don't like you guys That's what he tells him I don't like you guys messing up my business, but I'll bring them out for you, Rabbi." The guy goes into the back room, he opens the freezer, they hear the drawers opening, the drawers closing, and he comes out with a guy in a body bag. Now, there's, there's, there's no coffins here. There's a guy in a zipper. There's a guy in a body bag. Forgive me for the detail. I don't want to take away from your flesh, because of the nine days. but But this is the deal. <laughs> And, and if I'm talking to the Hebra Kaddishah, what I'm telling you is a walk in the park from what you guys have seen. So I'm allowed, at least tonight. He throws the body bag over his shoulder. He comes walking out like one of these lumberjacks, you know, like he's holding the... And he flops it on the floor and he says, There's the guy, take him. So Rabbi Kaufman looks at Yassi and says, Yes, grab the legs, I'll grab the head, we'll take him. Just then, Og, Melech Bashan turns back to him and says, wait one second, you owe me a hundred bucks for the body bag. I want a hundred dollars for the body bag. Rabbi Kaufman says, ha, I'm paying you a hundred dollars for the body bag. I got my own body bag in the back of the Suburban. Yes, he says, no, 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 Rabbi, him the hundred bucks, I'll pay him the hundred bucks. He said, no, wait. But on principle, I will not. He says, no, now's not the time for principles. It's 3 in the morning. The guy is dead. He's giving him to us. Before Og changes his mind, grab it and let's run. The car is running. I put the seats down. The Suburban is open. Let's get out of here. Huh? Mm? That's crematory. It's spooky. Scary. Let's get Grab the bag. Let's get out of here. He says, no way. I will not. And he's, and Yossi tells me, I'm looking at this guy. And why isn't he feeling what I'm feeling? And he says, I hopped. I hopped. why? He's a Hebron This guy lives in the third prism of life. These things don't even phase him. He says, Rabbi Kaufman ran to the back of the Suburban and pulled out his own body bag with the same zipper. And he comes out and he says, Yes, okay, let's do this. He says, no, 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 no way am I doing this. He says, no, 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 go, just unzip it. We'll roll him out of this bag. And he says, I'm not rolling. I don't want to look at the guy. I'm, this is not one for me. He says, I speak for a living. That's, I, I don't do this. They unzipped the body bag. They moved him over to the other body bag. They zipped him up again. They gave Og back his body bag. Keep you 100 bucks. And they grabbed both sides and carried them out and put him in the back of the suburban and lock them down with these Velcro straps on the back of these wood boards. And then Rabbi Kaufman goes back inside. Rabbi Otay, you guys are great. I'm telling you, I wish I could do what you do. You guys are great. He walks back in. He looks Ugg straight in the eye, and he says to him, now listen, the next time you get anybody coming in here with a last Jewish name, this is my card, you call me. I will pay you for the amount that you normally make on a crematorium, and I will pay you $1,000 above. So, not only aren't you losing on your business, you're gonna be making money on every Jew that you deflect from the ovens of the back room. What do you say, bro? The guy looks at the rabbi. He says, hmm, rabbi. All right, takes his card, he says, I'll call you if any Jews come through here. I'll call you. Rabbi Kaufman, it's unbelievable. These people are unbelievable. And I understand why. I understand why. They, they live in a third zone. Ben ben Ametim. He walks outside. They jump into the suburban, and they drive back to the cemetery, closer to the Yiddish side of Ohio. On their way back, Rabbi Kaufman turns to my brother Yossi, and he says, Yossi, listen to me well. I've been doing this for years. I want you to know something any time that this type of situation went down where somebody was on the brink of being cremated and at the last second like at the last second crazy siat and kicks in somebody calls somebody who calls somebody who by mistake found out about it and found out who it was and where it is and they ran out and they saved them on the bottom of the ninth inning I'm telling you I'm telling you this person had to have some big zikhut in his lifetime to be saved I'm going to find out tonight what that is. he takes they have this chat of all different religious groups in Ohio and it's now coming early morning Rabbi Kaufman puts on the chat the guy's name, the deceased and the body bag in the back and where he came from and what part of Ohio he lived in did anyone know any information about this guy 10 minutes later, a lady writes up on the chat, I know exactly who that is, please call me. And she leaves a number. Rabbi Kaufman calls her on the spot. Yossi's still sitting in the front seat as they're pulling into the other side of Ohio. And he says, yes, ma'am, you know who it is? His, this is his name. She says, yes, he lived here in here. He lived in this apartment. He lived in this area. I know exactly who the guy is. He says, well, you're not going to believe it, says Rabbi Kaufman to the lady. We just literally heisted his body out of the crematorium. We're bringing him to a kvur of Yisro. The lady bursts out crying. She says, wow, this is amazing. She says, you know who this guy was? He was the aide. He was a Jewish guy, non-religious. He used to work as an aide for elderly people. And for 20 years, he was the aide of my father, who was a Holocaust survivor. And my father would not allow any of the goyish aides to put tefillin on him in the morning, except for this guy. And this guy would put on tefillin with my father. And as he would put the straps over the numbers on my father's arm, he himself would get a give a cracks. This man put full on my father for 20 years. My father, Holocaust survivor. Rabbi Kaufman says to her, thank you. He turns to Yossi and he says, So? The Abishta never forgets. The chesed. Milut chasadim. And to the last chesed of life, which is the last moment of vayikbor, oto bagai the Abishta makes good with that camilut and who does he use the people that walk bena khayim the ones that live in that third prison. thank you for listening enjoyed this story come again bring a friend stories to inspire